0: Hello, and welcome to the Mark Inicido podcast. My name is Mark Andesito, and today's podcast is going to be a part three of a twelve-part series: um, a history of music between 1961 to 1972. Um, today, we're going to discuss 1963. 1963 was an interesting year in music. Um, more bands from the British Invasion began to form, and in my opinion, I believe it was a year the album became a true art form, um, a true masterpiece, if you will. I'm I'm not sure if I'm getting that right, if I'm butchering it. Uh, if, if, if you know what I mean, um, but that's my opinion about the album that year. Um, anyway, let's get started. Um, 1963. In January, the Chantez released Pipeline, a Serpent's Medal. right popular in Serpent's in the Day. Uh, the Chiffon's release He's So Fine. Uh, South Street by the Orleans is released. Walk Like a Man by the Four Seasons. Another Surfer Into Metal, Wipeout by the Safaris, was released. The B-Side, in fact. Uh, you Used to Be by Brenda Lee was released. On January 3rd, the Beatles kicked off their first tour in 1963. A five-day tour in Scotland would support their first single, Love Me Do. The tour is kicked off in Elgin. On January 7th, Gary U.S. Bonds files for a $100,000 lawsuit against Chubby Checker, claiming that Checker stole quarter to three and turned into dancing party. The settlement was settled later out of court. On January 11th, the Beatles' second 45, please please me, backed with, ask me me, ask me why, excuse me, was released. The record became the first number one. Hitting number one on the New Musical Express, the day the record was released, fans flocked to record stores to purchase the record, setting the official start date of what the press called "Beatlemania" in Britain. Which I heard in the video documentary of the Beatles. Um, it just fans went crazy for that record. They wanted to buy it, and it was just a chaotic mess. And they called it Beatlemania, basically. Um, G- G- January 12th, Bob Dylan portrays a folk singer in *The Madhouse of Castle Street*, a radio play on BBC Radio in London. On January 14th, Dean Martin releases the album *Dean Tex Martin Country Style*, which was a country album actually, aside from his pop standards he usually does. On January 15th, Peter and Paul Murray release the album *Moving*. On January 18th, the Summer Holiday, an album released by Cliff Richard and the Shadows, was issued. In February, the forty-five Puff by Peter Palmer was released, which became known as, of course, Puff, the Magic Dragon. The album Blood, Sweat, and Tears by Johnny Cash was released. It's a collection of American Working Man songs, which includes The Legend of John Henry's Hammer and Busted. Sam Quick released the album, Mr. Soul. On February 8th, The 45 Summer Holiday is released by Cliff Richard. February 11th, Can't Get Used to Losing You, Back With Days of Wine and Roses by Annie Williams is released. February 18th, I Want to Be Around by Tony Bennett an Album was released. On February 22nd, the Beatles formed Northern Songs Publishing Company, which became their primary Publishing company throughout the years. On February 25th, Barbara Streisand releases her first album, the Barbara Streisand album. On February 28th, the Miracles released the album, The Fabulous Miracles. The record, uh, Denise, was released by Renny and the Rainbows in March. Foolish Little Girl by The Chevelles was released. The Kingston and Fear released the album, The Kingston and Fear, number 16. Jazz pianist Thelonious Monk releases the album, Monk's Dream. On March 1st, British band Jerry and the Pacemakers released their first 45, How Do You Do It, and the result was their first number one record. The song was given to the Beatles to record, and they did they did record it, and it was not released until 1995 on the Beatles Anthology Volume One CD. Uh, How the Beatles never released it, you know, on 45 back in the, in the day, they felt like it wasn't their style of music, it wasn't their, it wasn't their sound they were trying to achieve at the, at the time. So George Martin gave it to Beatles manager Brian Epstein, who also managed Jerry and Pacemakers. And uh, they gave it to them, and they had their first their number one record with that. On March 1st, The Shadows released a 45 foot tamper. On March 4th, Surfing USA Back of Shutdown was released by The Beach Boys, which, might I add, Surfing USA was be working on Chuck Berry's Rockin' in the USA. On March 5th, Patsy Klein was tragically killed in a plane crash. in Camden, Tennessee, heading for Nashville from Kansas City, Missouri. Also killed on the flight were country musicians Cowboy Copus and Hawkshaw Hawkins. March 22nd, the Beatles released their first album called Please Please Me. After the release of the Please Please Me 45 and the huge success it had in sales, the Beatles were requested to rush release an album by producer George Martin. The album contains 14 songs, and 8 of the songs were written by Lennon McCartney. 10 of the songs were recorded in a one-day session. Um, and the song list goes as follows. I saw her singing there. Misery. to him, Chains. Boys. Ask Me Why. Please Please Me. Love Me Do. P.S. I Love You. Baby, It's You. Do You Want to Know a Secret? A Taste of Honey. There's a Place. And Twist and Shout. Um, that's the 10 of the songs we recorded in the one-day session. Uh, the four songs I'm not recorded were, of course, Please Please Me and Ask Me Why, which were both a 45 release in January. And the version Love Me Do on the album is different than the 45 version released the previous year. It's a little bit similar, but different. Um, so remember how I said... Um, in a previous episode that George Martin brought in a session drummer named Annie White. Well, they let Annie White play in a few songs, the Beatles, before recruiting Ringo officially. But let Me Do You Here on the album, Please Please Me. The drums are played by Annie White on that, as the tambourine was played by Ringo on that song. And uh, the B-side of the, the 45, of let Me Do. P.S. I Love You, the drums on that, were played by Annie White as well. So... It made things fair for you, you know. And then the album cover was pretty iconic. It was a picture of the band looking over a stairwell at the EMI Records headquarters in Manchester, England. And uh, Rolling Stone magazine cited the early Beatles compositions as early evidence of the whole idea of a self-contained rock band, writing their own material, and playing their own instruments. Oh. On March 25th, the Beach Boys released their second album, called Surfing USA. It features the hits Surfing USA and Shutdown. In April, the Crystals released the 45, the Do Run One. Sweet Dreams of You, Back with *Back in Baby's Arms, was released by Patsy Klein. Jazz musician Duke Ellington releases the album Afro-Bossa, which is another prime example of jazz and bossa nova coming together. As I mentioned in the previous episode, saxophonist Stan Getz released an album with Charles Byrd on guitar as one of the first records with a bossa nova sound to it in America. Uh, speaking of Stan Getz, in April of '63. he Releases the album Jazz Samba Encore, which also featured Luis Bonfa on, on guitar. April 2nd, Soundtrack releases the 45 Another Saturday Night. Leslie Gore releases It's My Party on April 5th. It Happened at the World's Fair is released by Elvis Presley, an album on April 10th, which also was a soundtrack. On April 11th, the Beatles released a 45, From Me to You, back with Thank You Girl, which became another number one for the Beatles, faring better than Please Please Me. On April 18th, Marvin Gaye releases Pride and Joy. April 19th, Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash. April 26th, British band Million J. Kramer and the released their first 45, Do You Want to Know a Secret, back with... I'll Be On My Way, both songs were, were, were Lennon, Lennon and McCartney Originals, the first Do You Want to Know a Secret that was featured on their first album. On April 29th, 19-year-old Andrew Luke Oldham signed a contract with the Rolling Stones, becoming their manager. Oldham caught a performance of the Rolling Stones the previous day at the Crawdaddy Club in London. April 30th, Blue on Blue by Bobby Vinton was released. In May, Sugar Shack by Jimmy Jimmy Gilmer and the Fireballs was released. In May, Dean Martin releases another country album called Dean Tex Martin Rides Again. Jan and Dean released the album. "Jan and Dean Take Linda Surfing. James Brown releases a live album, Live at the Apollo. Nat King Cole releases the album, Where Did Everyone Go? On May 3rd, Cliff Richard and the Chattels released Lucky Lips. On May 17th, British band The Hollies released their first 45, Ain't That Just Like Me. And on May 17th, Jen and Dean released Serp City. May 21st, Stevie Wonder, at the time known as Little Stevie Wonder, releases a live album, the 12-Year-Old Genius, which features Fingertips Part 1 and 2. May 26th, Jerry and the pacemakers release I Like It, which became their second consecutive n- number one record. May 27th, Bob Dylan releases his, his second album called F- F- Freewheeling Bob Dylan. Um, it's considered a classic. It's one, of his, it's one of his best albums. Many critics will agree that, that it's his best album. Overall, I won the best. At least in the top two, I would say. Um, so, before the album was released, like I said, maybe like a day or two before the album was released, maybe even the day of it was re- released, or, or I want to say a few days before it was released, Bob Dylan was going uh, to perform on the Ed Sullivan show. And the song he chose before him was called Talking John Birch Blues, which was on the album, well, originally going be on the album, but not, but taking off the album because it was very controversial. Um, those of you that own the original pressing, the original copy of the Free Will and Bob Dylan with the original tracklist, because there were, there were a few albums that were sold with the original tracklist into it, with it. So, if you have that album, you have a gem there, you have a, probably a good couple thousand dollar gem there. <laughs> So, the original album was released as follows. Blown in the wind. Rocks and gravel. A hard rain's gonna fall. Down the highway. Bob Dylan's blues. Let me die in my footsteps. Don't think twice, it's alright. Gambling Willie's dead. Man's hand. Oxford Town, Karina Karina, Talking John Birch Blues, Honey This Allow Me One More Chance, and I Shall Be Free, which was the original track listing for the album, and it was released as that. But since Bob Dylan found out that that song, Talking John Birch Blues, in this controversial c- subject manner that they had, he caught up executives to come. Columbia Records they have a song removed so they kind of what they did is they changed the track listing a little bit and the album as we know it is released as follows this is the same album Um, this is like this is after you know the the first number of copies of the original release was put out they changed some of the tracks around and uh, this is the album release as we know it blown in the wind Girl from the North Country. Masters of War. Down the Highway. Bob Dylan's Blues. A Hard Rain's Gonna Fall. Don't Think Twice, It's Alright. Bob Dylan's Dream. Oxford Town. Talking World War Three Blues. Karina Karina. Honey, this is only One More Chance. And I Shall Be Free. So that's a track listing as yes, we know it. But, but again... The original release, the original first number of copies, was released of, of the prior format that I, I I read off to you. So, so talking John Birch Blues, um, it was actually a, um, a satirical piece that, which a paranoid narrator seems like um, communists or Reds, as he calls them, are infiltrating the country. He then joins the anti-communist group the John Birch Society. Begins a search for reds all over. The narrator decries that Betsy Ross is a communist and that four U.S. presidents are Russian spies while lauding Adolf Hitler and George Lincoln Rockwell. After exhausting the places to search for communists he begins to investigate himself. And... uh, I mean, there were a lot of songs recorded during the session. The session was a long... was a good, was a, There was a lot of songs that were not even released on the album. On both cuts, in fact, that were not released. Um, but yeah, but some of the notable songs I meant were uh, Blown in the Wind, Hard Rain's Gonna Fall, and Don't Think Twice It's Alright. Um, Blown in the Wind is one of his greater compositions. Um, it was a, a protest song that poses a series of rhetorical questions about peace, war, and freedom. The song was also an anthem of the Civil Rights Movement. Uh, so it was interesting about the, first the album. It was, it was released, and the kind of real show of that, of that talking John Birch blues changed the track listing around and reissued have again, and that's the issue as we see it. And CD, uh, if you download it, on mp3 on android or apple whatever you have for your device you'll see it on there as you know that release uh may 30th no no may 31st excuse me the shadows released a 45 atlantis british man searchers released sweets for my sweet in june also in june uh Louie Louie by the Kingsman is released. Dick Dale releases the album King and the Surf Guitar. On June 7th, the Rolling Stones released their first 45, a cover of Chuck Berry's Come On, the Beat Side of Music Bluesy Willie Dixon composition, I Want to Be Loved. On June 7th, Major Lance releases The Monkey Time. On June 18th, Peter and Paul Mary release a cover of Bob Dylan's Blown in the Wind. June 21st, Leslie Gore releases Judy's Turn to Cry, which was a response to It's My Party. On June 28th, Martha and the Vandellas release the album Come and Get These Memories. In July... Alan Sherman releases The 45. Hello, mother. Hello, father. A letter, from, a letter from camp. The Angels release My Boyfriend's Back. Jazz magician Cannonball Adderley releases the album Cannonball's Bossa Nova. On July 10th, Martha and the Vandellas release Heat Wave. July 22nd, The means Points release The 45. Surfer Girl, back with Lil Dude Scoop. July 26th, Bad Me, back with I Name, was released by Billy J. Kramer and Dakota's, both of which were also Lennon and McCartney compositions. July 26th, Why Should We Not, back with Brother Jack, was released by Man for Man. The first 45 of both the songs were, were instrumentals. The B-side, Brother Jack, was a popular French poem, Ferry Jaca. In August, It's All in the Game by Cliff Richard was released. Deep Purple by Nino Temple and April Stevens was released. Sam Quick releases the album Night Beat. Barbara Streisand releases her second album called the, the second Barbara Streisand album. August 1st, Blue Bayou back with Mean Women Blues by Roy, Roy Orbison was released. August 2nd, Blue Velvet by Bobby Vinton was released. August 3rd, the Beatles, the Beatles performed at, at Liverpool's the Cavern Club for the last time. August 13th, Blown in the Wind back with Don't Think Twice It's It's Alright by Bob Dylan was released. April 16th, the Hollies release released, Searching. August 20th, Dion releases, Donna, the Pima Donna. August 23rd, the Beatles release the forty-five She Loves You, back with I'll Get You. Yeah, another number one for the Fab Four. On August 28th, the March in Washington for Jobs and Freedom takes place. Musical performance include... Maya Jackson, Bob Dylan, John Baez, Peter Paul Mary, and Marion Jackson. On August 30th, Everybody by Tommy Rowe was released. In September, Ray Charles releases busted. In September, Curtis Mayfield and the Impressions release, It's Alright. Walking the Dog is released by Rufus Thomas. September sixth, British band Dave Clark 5 releases Do You Love Me? On September sixteenth, the Beach Boys released Surfer Girl, the album. Contain their their third album. Contains the hits Surfer Girl, Catch a Wave, Lil' Deuce Scoop, In My Room, and Hawaii. The album marked a return of Family Friend, Al Jardine, and the departure of David Marks, considering that the fact that Marks is Featured on the album cover. September 30th, Martha and Vandellas released the album Heatwave. In October, Peter and Paul Murray released the album In the Wind. October 4th, Jerry and the Pacemakers released You'll Never Walk Alone and It's All Right, their third consecutive number one record. October 7th, the Beach Boys released their fourth album, Lil Deuce Coop. Hits from the album include Lil Deuce Coop, Be True to Your School, O9, and Shutdown. Lil Deuce Coop, 9 and Shutdown appeared in various albums from before. October 15th, the Daily Mirror, a British newspaper, uses the phrase Beatlemania in a news story about the Beatles concert the previous day. And Shelton him. The Scottish promoter claims to have coined the phrase a week earlier. So I think that there was a of mania. But as I mentioned earlier, when the forty five of Please Please Me was released, fans just flocked to the stores and won them by that record. It was something special they thought. So they bought and they went out and went crazy and bought it. So I think this I think this is more than accurate. But duh. I don't know. I should have probably researched more better on that one. Uh, October twenty second, the British band the searchers released the forty-five sugar and spice. October twenty eighth, the Beach Boys released Be True to Your School, back with In My Room, which in my opinion should have been the opposite. The A side should have been In My Room and B side should have been Be True to Your School. In November, British singer Dusty Springfield releases the forty-five. I Only want to Be With You. November 1st, I'll Keep You Satisfied, is released by Billy and Jake Kramer and Dakota's Yeah, Another Lennon McCartney Composition. The Rolling Stones released their second 45 on November um, called I Want to Be a Man which was actually a Lennon McCartney original. The Rolling Stones were looking for a new song and asked the Beatles to write them a song. The result was, I Wanna Be Your Man. And the B-side was a bluesy stone. November 1st, Fun in Acapulco, an album by Elvis Presley, was released. Also, was a soundtrack. Features a hit, Bossa Nova Baby. November 8th, Man for Man releases the 45 Cockahoop. November 11th, the Miracles released the album The Miracles Doing Mickey's Monkey. November 13th, the Trashmen released Surfer Bird. November 15th, the Hollywoods released the 45 Stay. Also, November 15th, Glad All Over by the Day Clark 5 was released. November 22nd, the Beatles released their second album called With the Beatles. The album's iconic black and white photo of the Beatles wearing black turtlenecks was taken by fashion photographer Robert Freeman. The album contains seven Lennon McCartney compositions. The album also features George Harrison's first um, released composition called Don't Bother Me. The song list is as follows. It won't be long. All I've gotta do. All my loving. Don't bother me little child till there is you please mr postman roll over beethoven hold me tight you really got a hold on me i want to be your man devil in her heart not a second time and money that's what i want um this album also featured a new a technique being used in the studio called double tracking. So, like, like for example, if, if Paul McCartney was going to sing a, a song, a lyric, he would record the vocal track, and he would then do another vocal track of this trying try, try to match it up with the same vocal track he did previously, and it was called double tracking. For Like, for example, like I said, um, All My Loving was a Paul McCartney song. He, sung, he, he was the lead singer of that song. And you can hear his voice on their me and double track. So. it was like a traditional sound on the Beatles back in the day. their early. In their early period. Also on November 22nd. The album A Christmas Gift F- F- for You from Phil Spector is released. An, an album featuring Christmas songs by acts produced by Phil Spector. Uh, some of the songs... Included Frosting the Snowman by the Ronettes. Santa Claus is Coming to Town by the Crystals. Sleigh Ride and I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, both by the Ronettes. And also, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home by Darling Love. November 29th, the Beatles released the, The 45. I want to hold your hand back with this boy. It was Paul McCartney who stated that We're not going to America until we have number one in America. And the result was, I want to hold your hand. The first number one in America. also Of course, hit number one in Britain. In December, um, jazz trumpeter Al Hurt releases the 45 Java. Diane Rainey releases Navy Blue. The Kingston Fair released the album, Time to Think. British band The Paramounts released a, f- a cover of the coasters Poison Ivy on December 6th and that's all I have as far as uh, singles and events that took place that year uh, the top 5 hit singles were number 5 Be My Baby by the Ronettes number 4 It's My Party by Leslie Gore number 3 Hey Paula by Paul and Paula number 2 Louie Louie by The Kingsmen, And number one, She Loves You by The Beatles. And number one on the Hot 100 of 1963, the USA by The Beach Boys. Um, New acts that came out in 63, The Fortunes, a British band from Birmingham, England, known for the 1965 hits, You've Got Your Troubles, and Here Comes Again, and a 1971 hit. Here Comes That... Rainy Day feeling again. Freddy and the Dreamers, a British act from Manchester, England, known for their hits. If you gotta make a fool of somebody, I'm telling you now, and you were made for me all from 1963, and I understand from 1964. The Fugs, a rock act with a comedy influence from the Lower East Side of of New York, had a Came Out that year, um, the Fugs. If you want to know what the name came from, just kind of think about it for a minute. The Fugs, F U G S, British band, the Grand Bond organization performed. Um, the band in a similar style as the Alexis Corners Blues Incorporated, but with more of a jazz feel to it. To them, the members included Grand Bond vocals, keyboards, and alto saxophone. John McLaughlin guitar, Jack Bruce bass guitar, Dick Hextall Smith tenor sax and soprano sax, and Ginger Baker drums. Jack Bruce, Ginger Baker, and Dick Hextall Smith were also one time members of Alexis Corners Blues Incorporated. The Kinks, a British band formed by brothers Ray and Dave Davies from Muswell Hill in London, were formed. The drummer was Mick Avery and was a one time member of the Rolling Stones during their early incarnation of 1962. The Leaves, an American garage rock band from San Fernando Valley, California, had uh, broken out in 63, known for their hit in 1965. Hey Joe! Wayne Fontana and the My Menders were formed in Manchester, England. They were known for the 1965 hit "The Game of Love" and the 1966 hit "A Groovy Kind of Love," which, at the time, Fontana had left. My Menders were main parents in the 1967 film "To Serve Love" with Cindy Purdy. British band The Pretty Things were formed in in London. By founding member Dick Taylor, who also was a one-time member of the early incarnation of the Rolling Stones. The Spencer Davis Group were formed in Birmingham, England. Their lead singer, their lead singer was keyboardist, 15-year-old Steve Winwood. Uh, the Yardbirds were formed in London, England. The, the original lineup was Keith Relf, lead vocals and harmonica, Anthony Topham Lead Guitar, Chris Drea rhythm guitar, Paul Samuel Smith bass guitar, and Jim McCarty drums. Topham's parents insisted him that he continue with his art degree as there was no guarantee that he would make it big in the music business. Topham departed and was replaced by eighteen year old Eric Clapton on lead guitar. Clapton had previously been in the band called the Roosters before joining the Yardbirds. And the Grammy's in, in nineteen sixty-four: the award winners were Album of the Year, the Barbra Streisand album by Barbra Streisand; Record of the Year, "Days of Wine and Roses" by Henry Mancini; and Song of the Year, "Days of Wine and Roses" written by Henry Mancini, written by Johnny Mercer and Henry Mancini. And the best new artist, Ward Swingle and the Swingle Singers. Okay, so that was a moment in 1963. Um, a little bit more informative than on the previous tour, I I think it was at least. Um, anyway, uh, hope you enjoyed it. Until next time for the Mark and the Studio podcast, thank you for tuning in. And have a good have a good have a good week. Thank you, God bless. Goodbye.